Inside the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. Welcome to the Healing Room, beautiful people. I am so happy and honored to have Dale Stacy, one of the abbots of Earth Star Spiritual Center and author of Aloha, Ideals of Ascension Shamanism, with me today on the interview. Dale and his beautiful wife, Jeannie, have been good friends of mine for a long time, and they've both been very beneficial and powerful teachers in my life. I met them at a time when I was really searching and traveling, studying with a lot of different medicine healers, and trying to find what works. That's what I'm into. (laughs) Less than a particular culture or ancient way of doing things, I'm into finding what works to make our lives better. And they had opened Earth Star Spiritual Center, and I started going there and learning more about indigenous cultures and practices and spirituality down through the ages and the common threads and themes that run through ceremony, ritual, and worship. Dale was one of the first people to introduce the concept to me of modern cross-cultural shamanism, which is very different than tribal shamanism of the past. And now I encourage every person to be the shaman of their own life, to step into their superpowers, just like Dale talks about, and to really activate their purpose and do their purpose-driven service work, their reason for being here. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. And if shamanism interests you, I have an online retreat and shamanic course that you might be interested in. You can go to my website, evangelinehemrick.com, or you can go to my Instagram page for more information. So hope you enjoy this interview. I love this person very much. And you can find out more about him at Earth Star Spiritual Center on Facebook. So excited to have Dale Stacy on the show, my friend and my spirit brother. All right. I am here with my friend, teacher, and major inspiration in my life, Dale Stacy from Earth Star Spiritual Center. Hi, Dale. Hi, aloha, Evangeline. Um, Wonderful, beautiful morning, October 2nd. Yes, aloha. We're riding this full moon energy and I've been wanting to do this for a while and interview you. So thank you for being with me and sharing a little time with me today. Oh, you're most welcome. Always a pleasure. Well, I want to give people a little bit of background on how we know each other. If if they haven't checked out any of our interviews or discussions that we've had previously, this one, I wa- I'm so excited to talk about your book, but You've been my teacher in many different ways, Um, teacher of shamanism, Reiki, energy healing, all kinds of things to me throughout the years, and we've just known each other for a long time. I was thinking about how we met, and I think I really got to get to know you and Jeannie initially at Cherokee, you know, in full circle, like Cherokee healing retreats, and then you guys opened a spiritual center. And that just kind of knocked my socks off because you were so inclusive with how you taught spirituality. And that was really one of the first times I'd seen that. And so all the different ways that you teach and you serve 
from years of teaching Tai Chi to helping people realize that shamanic principles can be incorporated into modern day life. I'm just so grateful for all the work you do in the world. Tell everybody a little bit about you and Jeannie, Dale. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, yes, we've uh, we've been doing this a couple of decades, right, since uh, we've met before. Yeah, we've been doing this a while. So we started uh, first our spiritual center, uh, the church part. We actually started that in 2002. So uh, Jeannie had retired from being a public school teacher. She was a French and English teacher in middle school. So in 1999, uh, I decided to leave the police department in and we opened up Earth Star Tai Chi. So we had a Tai Chi studio for three years, uh, right there near UNCG. Uh, and also we taught the Reiki. We had a retail store, crystals and candles. So it was, a, it was a nice experience. And then we decided to, in 2002, just change the organization to a church. And so ever since then, We've been doing the Earth Star Spiritual Center, and uh, and we're an interfaith or multi-faith spiritual center. So our focus is Aloha, learning about our wholeness. And it's through the church that we're able to offer all the uh, energy healing classes that we're teaching, our Reiki, the crystals, uh, sound healing. So that was a, a very nice uh, transition from the retail part. And also, we still continued our Tai Chi, Chi I also did, uh, I did several uh, women's self-defense classes or empowerment classes. And so now we've uh, brought everything home and we do everything out of our home. And primarily now I'm writing and uh, life coaching. And, and I still do my healing work, but it's more on a uh, mention of it. I am so grateful for the work that you do. And I was ordained by you and Jeannie in 2008. And lately you've been helping me established my own ministry. And so can't thank you enough for the ripple effect you have of empowering other people to heal themselves and help the world. Oh, you're so kind. You're so very welcome. And thank you for, for what you're doing because you're, you're definitely spreading aloha in a very unique and expressive way. And we need more of this, uh, especially right now during this, this wonderful time of transition and a spiritual sense for all of us. I can't imagine a better time for you to release this book that I have been reading. Speaking of that, speaking of no better time for people to be empowered, because you certainly have empowered me. From the beginning, you know, all the different kinds of training, and I know I'm not alone in saying this. Once I took Reiki, then I was like, okay, let's go. What else? You know, what Huna, and just that cross-cultural multicultural shamanic perspective of, hey, let's look at what works from all, all across the world. Let's be galactic in our approach to everything. That's what you've given me. And it just keeps on, it keeps on going. The gift that keeps on giving, teaching people how to heal themselves. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because it can be a, a daily experience uh, to do your own self-healing. And that's a wonderful gift to have to to know that you can heal yourself and then to know that uh, you can just focus on wellness uh, and try to focus on wellness during the day. Absolutely. And like I said, this book that you've written, Aloha, Ideals of Ascension Shamanism, it couldn't be more timely 
your release of it, the availability and accessibility of it, and also the way that you summed up concisely things that are big, broad topics that are hard for people to grasp, like ascension. You know, people might hear that word and just be like, what the heck is ascension? (laughs) So let's just start there for someone who's listening that maybe is like, yeah, what is that? Okay, so ascension from a, a shamanic viewpoint, and shamanic viewpoint being that uh, we adapt and adopt anything that creates an effective and successful routine for it. So, so like you mentioned, we can take many, many aspects of all the spiritualities and realities of our world, and we can apply those to us individually. Uh, and it's because uh, whatever works for us is true for us. We want to keep that attitude with everything that we do. So with Ascension, it's the same thing. We, we can apply all the, uh, the lessons, all of our religious teachings, our church teachings, our spiritual teachings from, from every culture, and to find the things within those cultures and those teachings that apply to us. So Ascension is not something that most of us think about is when we go to heaven or nirvana or some paradise after we die. Because that would be a shame to think that that's the only place ascension takes place. I believe that ascension takes place every time we are in the love vibration. Uh, Anytime that we are being loving, anytime that we see, hear, or feel love, and then we become this love, uh, we are truly ascending at that particular moment. So I think it's something that we can accomplish right here, right now, today, just being nice, kind, That's such a hopeful, encouraging concept of not waiting, like not waiting till we die, but creating that love and, and creating that heaven right here, right now. That's what you're saying is your work and what you teach, right? Exactly. Uh, yes, because heaven is, is right here, right now. So why wait? Uh, let's enjoy all this glory that is within us. It's above us, below us, within us, all around us. So let's enjoy that now by just being in a loving vibration, a loving resonance. So that everything we do is full of a love, full of aloha. It makes for a very wonderful life because uh, Jeannie and I, we love our life. And, and that's because of the aloha consciousness. I always try to be framework of love. And, and you know, and, and I know sometimes that can seem to be hard because we are living in a 3D reality. Uh, we have seen and experienced many things. We see the sickness, we see the pain. So we just have to make sure that we understand everybody is responsible for their own reality and how we act and react within this reality. So choose to infuse it with love, the love house, and notice how things become quite clearer in the way we see, hear, feel, and experience life. And do you get a lot of people, like when you talk about ascension and different dimensions, I am sure a lot of people don't even have a concept that there is more than one. And, you know, they might say, well, this is just reality, you know, like, like you just said, but we're each creating that version of reality that little movie, you know, like you talk about in the book, like the greatest show. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Do people, 
do people respond or react that way sometimes? Like, um, oh, get real. You know, you got to face, you got to face what is. Like, what is your response when someone's like, but this is just the real world and they don't know about different dimensional realities? Well, exactly. And, uh, and I can understand how that's a, that's a big concept if you don't take the time to understand it. And one of my favorite ways to uh, explain this to folks is, uh, you know, using the hermetic principles of as above, so below. So uh, if we want to understand anything of a cosmic nature, we simply have to look within our human body or our own psyche to understand it. So the same thing for ascension. If we start to look at this big, broad concept in simple terms, such as, uh, for instance, mind, body, and spirit, what does it mean to be ascended uh, with our mind? Well. Anytime we learn something new, anytime uh, we understand a concept that opens our mind to new possibilities, that is being ascended. So imagine every time we read something or we have an uh, inspiring thought, we have become ascended. Uh, same thing with the body, and this is probably easy for a lot of folks, especially if you like uh, working out or exercising. You know, anytime you continue your exercise, uh, let's say you, uh, if you're a runner or a walker, you went half a mile today. Well, uh, in the next couple of weeks, you expand that to a mile or maybe a mile and a half. So in that sense, you have expanded, ascended uh, physically. And then, of course, with the uh, spiritual, I mean, we know that every time we have some type of spiritual epiphany or understanding of God, of love, of eternity, heaven, and ascension, anytime some new thought, some new understanding comes to us from a spiritual sense, or that we understand God and all of God's children in a greater way, we have, in essence, become ascended. So we actually, being ascended is quite like a habit. It happens every day to us, mind, body, spirit, but just like a habit, not conscious of it, uh, we're really not conscious of it. So we don't realize that we are ascending. So that's what we want to bring to the forefront, to let everyone know that you are ascending every single day that you do something to highlight a greater view, a greater possibility, a greater sense of love. Wow, that takes it and puts it in such an understandable concept of it's not a finish line. It's not going to be like this one great moment. Uh, exactly. Yeah, because uh, you may have an ascending moment today, but just know tomorrow is going to be even a greater day because you'll even become more ascending. So that's the beauty of having a shamanic attitude that, that just like you said, life gets better each and every day with each and every experience. Every every aha moment, right? <laughs> yes, every aha moment. And once you become conscious of this and you begin to look forward and you and you learn how to identify these aha moments, you're thinking, oh, my God, how did I miss this all my whole life? But then again, that's being ascended, and we're being aware that we are ascended people, and it happens every single second of our life. I'm just, I'm so excited about this for people to get this right here, right now in the space that we're living in, in this global climate and in times of, you know, outward chaos and uncertainty, like in the book, when you go into like the everyone being able to figure out their own 
superpowers. Will you talk a little bit about that? Because the world needs more superheroes right now, and we are those people, right? Yes, we are. Uh, like we talked about, you know, the Hopi elders, elders have always told us that, you know, we're the ones we've been waiting for. So it is definitely our time. And, uh, and uh, I call this concept uh, our Earth superpowers or ESPs, uh, using the, the letters ESP in a different way. So for our Earth superpowers, uh, in the back of the book, after we've gone through it, we've got some worksheets back there to help us to identify what everyone's Earth superpowers are. And uh, the reason why these are very important, because these are the things, this is who you are. This is your very essence. So so it helps us to understand this in a conscious, bring it to the front of the brain format, so that every day we can try to spend at least 90% of our day using these Earth superpowers. And when we first learn about them, you know, we may only can use them 50% of the day. But as we ascend each and every day, we eventually increase the rate in which we're able to incorporate our Earth superpowers into our, the way we think, the way we speak, and the way we act. So uh, we've got just four categories to find out. Uh, the first is called really your gift. And your gift is an overriding concept of who you are. And sometimes uh, to find out what your gift is, we have to establish what your three main Earth superpowers are. And that way you can kind of look at those superpowers, have this, get this overriding world concept. For instance, mine is being a guide or guiding. And then my three primary or superpowers are, are going to all be about the teaching. Uh, it's going to be about healing and it's going to be about protecting. Teaching, I'm healing, I'm protecting. And then the overall gift that helps to coordinate these three superpowers is the fact that I'm, I'm guiding I'm guiding. And uh, the easiest way to do this is to find out the things that you're good at doing, what's easy for you to do, what's always been easy, what are you good at doing, what are the things that you do that you don't have to practice for. You, you just you get up every day and you just know how to do these things. These are your natural gifts. And, uh, for instance, teaching. Let's say that uh, a lot of people are teachers. Uh, that doesn't mean you have to be a public school teacher or professor or a professional instructor. Everybody teaches. I mean, you're teaching the people around you, you teach children, uh, you teach your parents, you teach your friends. So think of uh, these concepts in a, in a broader way. So, so, again, mine are guiding, or superpowers in the mirror, teaching, healing, and protecting. I think that's so helpful because a lot of people don't have the tools to figure that stuff out of like, what am I here for? What is my why? Why do I do the things I do? What am I good at? What do I want to do? You know, like this is like I was when I was reading the book, I felt like this is a key. Like this is a key somebody could put in their hands to give them back their personal power. Yes, and it was, you know, when we were doing this in class, it, it was amazing that, uh, you know, we would have, a, I would have folks just, okay, now write this down on paper. Don't want to just think about it, just put it in some concrete form here and ground it. And it was amazing that, that people weren't able to think about good things that they do. And, and I think really that's a product of, uh, we're not taught, uh, self-empowerment. 
we're really not taught about all the glory that is within each and every person in our, in our inherent worth uh, as a divine and like person. So it was tough for people to think about all the things they're good at doing and who they were. It was almost like they were almost embarrassed to think <laughs> that they thought this way about themselves. I said, no, this is who you are. So, so it was helpful that when I heard people talk, I would just listen to them talking about the things they do, and I would make a few notes. I said, well, here's your superpowers. You just said it. Did you hear what you just said? And they didn't hear it. So, again, it's so much like a habit when we don't recognize it. So that's what we want to be aware of. We want to be aware of our conscious habits so that we truly do know and will know how ascended we are. Yeah. And just having a tool like this book that helps someone get clear, because I'm sure as a coach too, you deal with this all the time like I do. Most people don't know what they want. And there's no way to get there (laughs) if you don't, if you haven't taken the time and kind of like done that kind of work. And I think this is a great, a great way to get there because you know how that is. A lot of people, you can ask them, what do you want? What do you want for yourself, for your world? And this is a very transformative opportunity we're all in right now to get clear on this stuff so that we can create better. Yeah, yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, speaking about that, that was one of the big things in the life coaching too is, uh, you know, when you ask folks, well, what is it you want? And they really don't know. Yeah. Don't know if they haven't spent time thinking about it. They haven't been taught or instructed that they can think about themselves in a positive way. And another follow-up question I ask folks is, uh, are you happy? And if they say no, I always ask, okay, what would make you happy? And then we reach this chasm again. They don't know what would make them happy. So, well, then this is where we start. you got to find out what makes you happy. So, yeah, these are things that when we start to diving deep within ourselves, we come to find out that we really haven't spent much time thinking deeply about who we are, why we're here, and what our special purpose is. And that was one of the things with the, the Aloha book was to help everyone realize that everyone is a unique expression of God by every creator. So it's nice if you're able to figure out what your unique expression is. And then start living there each and every day with every thought Yes, this is the time. And I love how you articulate in the book the inclusivity and empowerment of a modern approach to shamanism, because that's something that really penetrated deeply into my heart and resonated with me when I was studying with you, because I had been going around and learning in different cultures, and a lot of the um, exclusive secrecy protection, you know, of certain uh, cultural healing wisdom, it it just wasn't sitting right with me because I, I felt that, that we're in a different time now. We have to be our own healer. We have to be our own teacher. And you just spoke to that so eloquently in this book of showing people that For the times that we're in right now, healing is accessible to all. Teaching and wisdom is for everyone who wants to step up and be a shaman, right? Yes, 
Exactly. Uh, we can't create our reality. So just know that we all have this ability. And the beautiful thing about that is all of our realities are mixed with everyone else. It is amazing this dance that we have all choreographed, friends, family, uh, people we meet or have just met, and that all our lifetimes, our realities are all coming together. Uh, it's like we magnetize all these folks and experiences to us, and we interject what we can from things, and, and we think we can't use right now, we'll just set them aside or just uh, get rid of them, because we have plenty to think about, plenty to act on. So this reality we're creating and weaving with one another, it is pretty magical. Only God can come up with something like this, I mean, to allow each of us to define a reality, and then to find a way to mix this reality with all the people you love and interact with. <laughs> Good point. I like that. I really like that. And I just, I love how you have broken this down because I think it's a, it's a vast topic when you're talking about different dimensions and ascension and consciousness and, you know, like that's, that's broad and big. And I even remember taking the mystery school, you know, being there where you're talking and you're giving analogies on, this is an example of a 3D experience. This is an example of fourth dimension and fifth dimension. And I was even having those dimensional shift experiences happen in healing sessions where all of a sudden I can see a non-physical being. I was having different dimensional realities experienced simultaneously, and it was still hard for me to get because I I have an example of this, and this is what really makes my heart go out to even healers, even people who are deeply involved in consciousness and meditation. This book is going to be so helpful because a few years back, I was having an astrology reading about the ending of a relationship. Like I felt like the relationship I was in was getting ready to come to an end, and I wanted to get like a different perspective on it. And the astrologer said something to me that I didn't fully even understand. She was like, you're just going to be working in a different dimension. Your life purpose is you're working not in 3D. And then some people are meant to help out in 3D. And I was like, am I going to die? <laughs> so I know, I know a lot of people have those misunderstandings and, and confusing thoughts about being in a different dimension. Is there anything you could say, like, I mean, they just need to read the book, but if you were going to encapsulate that for someone about how does someone operate interdimensionally? Right. That's a very good question. And uh, uh, yes, uh, one of the things you just mentioned, astrology, uh, I would invite everyone to find out your astrology. I know a lot of times people think that's kind of woo-woo, uh, but actually, it, you know, uh, we've all heard about the Myers-Briggs personality traits. Uh, I really think that if everyone knew what their sun sign is, the rising sign, and the moon sign, so those three things, we would know so much about one another. And if we had a sign that you could have, this is my sun sign, this is my rising sign, my moon sign, everyone would know how to interact with you because they would know your strengths. So that would be a wonderful way to do. Uh, I would suggest go uh, online find that, uh, go to uh, the site ALABE, it's uh, A-L-A-B-E dot com, so ALABE dot com, 
Now, all you need is a name, place you were born, and it's very important that you have your time. Because it has to be a specific time, because uh, an hour here or there would change where the moon is on a particular time, and also the rising sun. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so try to find out what your astrology is, because that'll help you find you. And as far as the uh, dimensional aspect, uh, yeah, I remember the uh, interdimensional mystery school we did, 3D, 4D, 5D, which will, uh, that's my second book in the queue to put those notes together. Uh, an example I used in that interdimensional, uh, imagine uh, if you shot all your life just at a convenience store, and this was the only thing you knew. And then one day somebody scooped you up and took you to a big box store like Home Depot or Walmart, Target. I mean, it'd be like you died and gone to heaven. My God, because <laughs> the only thing you knew was a small convenience store. I mean, you know, only had what, maybe two aisles in it and a limited supply of goods. And then you go to this big box store and it has everything from all over the world. So many choices. And that's the wonderful thing about, uh, living a dimensional life or interdimensional either way is that you have choices or possibilities. Uh, you're not limited to being just uh, one thing or having one thought. You have this myriad of expressions that are now available to you and you're able to interact with those expressions and to integrate them to everything you do. Especially the way you think, the way you speak, and the way you act. Now, another example that we had in that mystery school was, uh, uh, gave examples about water. For instance, in 3D, let's just say a 3D experience is you're, you're on the water. So you're, you're floating on some sort of conveyance, you know, some sort of boat, but you're on the water. I mean, uh, you can use the water to hydrate, use the water to throw away your excess food. Uh, you may swim in the water and bathe in it, but then you get out of the water and get back both. So that's kind of like a 3D perspective. And then we switch to another dimensional perspective, let's say 4D, uh, and now you jump in the water. So I'm no longer on the water as in 3D. In 4D, I am in the water. And now you're like a fish. You're swimming around, in and out. Four weeks, you go to all the bodies in the water all over the world. So that would be a 4D perspective. And then a 5D perspective there would be that you soon realize that you are the water. In 3D, we're on the water. In 4D, we're in the water. And in 5D, we now know that we are the water. Uh, and we equate that to our uh, infinite creator, to God. We understand that, that we are God and God is us. We're all children of God. Or we are God and we're individual expressions of a great community. What a helpful way of explaining that and helping people to deal with current circumstances. Do you find this dimensional perspective has given you a ton more peace, like during chaotic times? Oh, incredible peace. Oh, my goodness. For instance, even now, during all the presidential campaigns and things are going on in the world and all of our transitions. Uh, I've always found a way to be a very calm and peaceful person, uh, even in the midst of uh, my former jobs of uh, being in the Air Force or being a police officer, detective, 
I've always tried to maintain some sort of calm uh, to be aware of the mental aspect of life because once we understand the greater picture, you know, please, wherever I know, God wins. Regardless, God wins. So if God wins, we all win. So if we just keep that in mind, there's nothing to dread. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's no reason to have fear in our lives because God wins. And when this happens, we all win. So just find a way to work your reality into that lane, into that road, that highway that God wins. So how do we want to interact with that? We want to interact with that in positive, loving ways so that we contribute to this concept that God wins. And we know that God wins because that's the way the universe our reality works. Oh, I love that. And people who listen to what I have to say about my perspectives, I'm always bringing in a shamanic perspective. And you, like the title of the book is Ideals of Ascension Shamanism. I love how you have the, the concept of the aloha shamanism. That's your way that you've kind of like pulled it all together, all these global perspectives on different things. Just in closing, if you would give a little bit of your feedback on aloha shamanism, because I, I think it's so important for people to become their own medicine person in their life. Yes, exactly. So the title of the book is Aloha, but there's a, a period between each one of those because Aloha for me means something. And uh, A in the Aloha means our all-loving creator and knowing that, that God is all of us and all of us are God. We're all in this beautiful collective soul and all of us come out of that beautiful soul with a beautiful glint, a sparkle of that light as individual unique expressions and and we create realities for us to learn about love. So, so A is all loving. Uh, L, of course, is love. And, and know that uh, if we're able to see, hear, or feel the love every moment, that gives us an incredible opportunity to be that love in every moment. Uh, o, that stands for oneness. Because we are a unique experience or a unique expression of our creator and we are truly all one since we all emanate in this beautiful giant bubble or soul or concept of love in, in the here and after. So that's who we are. We're all one. Uh, H uh, is about following the path of the heart and it's knowing that if we're able to be the love at every moment, we will find that our path of heart just unfolds right in front of us. It's, it's almost like uh, when the planes land at the airport, they have those lights that shine onto the runway so the pilot knows where to land. That's exactly what happens when we follow our heart path. And everyone knows how to do this. Everyone knows how to allow the mind and the heart to coalesce so that we can do that. If we can just find our way out of our ego, allow our heart, to start taking over the control of our lives, we will find this heart path. And then A, of course, is as above, so below. Uh, and as within, so without. A beautiful hermetic principle. And if we can understand that what happens above us in this greater cosmos is simply a reflection within the inner cosmos. And also, there's a reflection of uh, what's happening within our inner cosmos. It has been reflected into the outer world. 
of the wonderful way to perceive lines of A-L-O-H-A, then the ideals of Clinton Chalmers. And the way I had the book arranged is, uh, as we uh, take a look at ascension and also shamanism, I had those arranged into the six perspectives that any investigative reporter would use, or as a police officer, I was trained to write reports. You have to establish the who, what, when, where, how, and why. So if we can do our own self-examination and determine those six aspects in relation to ascension, in relation to shamanism, We'll find it much easier to find out what our first superpowers are. Then we can live these powers and be this love in every moment as we express life as a beautiful, unique expression of our own infinite creation. That sounds good to me. And I think for people out there who just need a little bit of encouragement or a shift of perspective, this is the medicine to put in your head right now. And the other thing I want to say about you and Jeannie that's always appealed to me and resonated with me is you can tell a lot about if someone's living what they're teaching by the way it feels to be around them. Just like the Bible says, you know, like fruitage of the spirit. What are the fruits? You know, like if someone is teaching self-help or spiritual healing, that's always my compass of like, are they happy? And does it feel good <laughs> to be in the presence of uh, someone? And, and you all just light up my soul. And so I thank you. I thank you for making your lives work so that you can help other people do the same. Oh, thank you so much. You're so kind. And uh, we love being around you too, because you're always full of beautiful, bright Pisces energy. And we love the way that you're able to share that energy around the entire world. So, so thank you for being who you are. And, and uh, yes, Jeannie and I have a very loving relationship. And uh, that's because we, we do understand the greater aspect of life and dimensional love. And, and uh, we plan on doing this forever. Well, if people out there are intrigued and if they want to know more, tell us where we can get the book and where they can learn more about you and what you have to offer. Okay, yes, the book... Uh, I, of course, I have some here at home, uh, but you can go on to Amazon, and uh, it's uh, it's just nine ninety nine on Amazon. I think it's three thirty three if you have Kindle, and if you're in the uh, Kindle program, it's actually zero during that special program. You have to it's a monthly charge to be part of Kindle, so try to make it uh, quite inexpensive so that you can use this. And it's in a big eight by ten format, almost like a, a workshop manual so that you can make notes. And uh, also in the back, it has all the worksheets, and you can make copies of those if you don't want to write in the book on how to find the first superpowers. And if you have any questions, you can uh, uh, contact us on email or go to Facebook. These are Dale, Jeannie, Stacy, S-D-A-C-Y, Earth Star Spiritual Center, the group page or, or the business page. And I'll write you back or you can call here at home and, uh, or send us an email. And that's... Uh, uh, Earth Star SC for spiritual center. So Earth Star SC at gmail.com. And I will put all of that. I'll put links in the show notes uh, with this episode. And I want to continue our conversations because we are never going to get done talking. 
We we just don't stop. So, you know, it will continue and I, I want you to come back on the show many, many times because you have so much wisdom and so much light and so to be continued forever. Oh, definitely. Thank you very much. Much aloha. Aloha.